2: This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: everybody, welcome in to My Guys in the Desert on a Monday. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. I'll be hanging out with you over the course of the next hour, live from downtown Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. Got a fun show on tap now that draft weekend is officially in the books here in Vegas. It was, it's been funny listening to a number of shows throughout the course of the day because all of, I mean, all of media nationally with regards to the NFL were out here in town and hearing people on their shows today, you could tell are not from Vegas like those of us, here, working on the VEASAN stations at the South Point and in Circa, because a lot of people are not doing so well today. Got into maybe a little bit too much of the debauchery, but it is all right. We will get to it. We will keep you focused on what's to come. We'll talk a little bit about the NFL Draft and how the odds have shifted for certain teams and some of the markets that are out there for offensive and defensive player uh, rookie of the year. We will go behind the counter with Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Mayulo over at the South Point, talk through a lot of those numbers. Julian Edlow of DraftKings is going to come on with us uh, midway through the show to talk all things NBA postseason. And today is the first day of the NHL playoffs. It's like Christmas. I had a little bit of a cold streak with the National Hockey League over the last week. And you guys know the last week of the regular season of of anything is... um, Not exactly the easiest to handicap in a lot of times. I had a cold streak. I had to step aside, but your girl is back, and we are ready to make some money. But let's jump in with our top five stories, news and notes you need to know, recapping the weekend, and of course, some breaking news just a little bit ago as we hit number one, the news coming out that Cardinals Pro Bowl wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins will be suspended for the first six games of next season after violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. The news first reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter, and though a lot of the specific specifics surrounding the violation aren't really known at this time. The suspension is final. Hopkins reportedly withdrawing his initial appeal. Already, we got betting Twitter out here saying, man, Hopkins violates the PED policy, only got six. Calvin Ridley's missing a whole year for a parlay. But with Arizona also losing Christian Kirk to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, makes a little bit more insight into the draft day move for Hollywood Brown from the Ravens. The cards last season, 8-2 and two in games with Hopkins available, averaging 30.2 points per game, 3-5 and five in games that he was not able to play with that knee injury, averaging 19.8 points per game. They are 25-1 on next year's Super Bowl odds board. Number two in the NBA, to recap last night, the Warriors and Milwaukee Bucks are officially in the driver's seat Both securing road wins on Sunday to open the conference semis. Golden State downing the Grizzlies 117, 116 in the West. A win but no cover as a two point favorite. Total goes under the 220. Oh, sorry, goes over the 220 and a half. Meanwhile, give me seven of that. What a fun series this is going to be. Jordan Poole. Led the way for the Warriors with 31 points off the bench. Four games now this postseason with 25 or more on 60% shooting for the up-and-coming star. Helped overcome some Klay Thompson struggles. The fact that Draymond Green got tossed with the flagrant two midway through. John Murray and Jaron Jackson Jr. combined for 67 points and 19 rebounds, but it was not enough. Golden State, a two-point favorite, again coming up on Tuesday minus 550 on the series price. The Grizz plus 400. The Bucks also without Chris Middleton for this series again upset a sluggish Boston Celtics team. 101.89 as a five-point dog total way under the 218 and a half. Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't even look his best and put up a triple-double. They are getting four and a half in Game Two tomorrow, a minus-130 favorite in the series. Number three, round two will roll on tonight in the NBA postseason with the 76ers heat and Mavericks Suns going head-to-head. The 76ers getting seven and a half at Miami, totaled 208 and a half. Joel Embiid didn't make the trip. He won't play at least the first two games due to an orbital bone fracture suffered late in the series finale with Toronto last week. For the Heat, Kyle Lowry remains out while star Jimmy Butler's expected to return. Tyler Hero and P.J. Tucker, questionable. The Heat, a minus 350 favorite in the series. And Mavs' sons later on. Phoenix, a five and a half point favorite. Total 215. The Mavericks, we know, uh, beat out the underperforming Utah Jazz in round one despite not having Luka Doncic on the court Half of the series, the Suns struggled against a surging Pelicans team despite um, with Devin Booker unavailable for some time. He's looking good, though, ahead of tonight's game, according to reports. Phoenix took all three games in the regular season series with Dallas and will open the best of seven at home, a minus 300 favorite in the series, Phoenix is. Number four in our top five, as I mentioned off the top, the road to the Stanley Cup playoffs is finally upon us, the Colorado Avalanche and Florida Panthers, your top betting favorites to go on to win it all, Um, but they'll have to wait until tomorrow to drop the puck. There are four games Starting tonight, let's begin in the Eastern Conference, the Bruins at the Carolina Hurricanes as a short road dog, the Canes have dominated the Bruins this season, outscoring them 16 to 1 in 3 wins, but Will be without all-star goaltender Frederick Anderson. Antti Ranta was in the starter's net at today's morning skate. Then later, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Lightning. A short dog as well on the road against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And this, for me, far and away the game to watch this evening. Toronto facing the most pressure of any team to get out of the first round given their history, and they were done no favors with this opening matchup. Moving to the West to round out our top five. Blues are at the Minnesota Wild. Series price in this one. Blues, plus 130. Wild, minus 150. Favorite, the numbers for game one, relatively similar. Both clubs scorching hot the last two months of the regular season. St. Louis, 14-2-2, and averaging 4.72 goals per game their last 18, while Minnesota, 19-2-3, and their last 24. The Blues, though, have owned this series. They're 9-2 against the Wild the last two years, including... ...mark this regular season. That one, too, will be fun. And rounding out the night, it's the Los Angeles Kings at the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers, the biggest favorite of the day at minus 205, minus 190 at DraftKings now. For the series price, Kings also plus 200, Oilers minus 250. Edmonton, looking to make up for an embarrassing early exit last year and the year before. Uh, The Oilers did beat the Kings in three of their four meetings during this regular season, Five and one their last six against L.A., but a hot goalie is something to be feared this time of year, and Jonathan Quick has looked the part as of late, allowing just eight goals his last five starts. And like I said, we will talk more NHL throughout the course of the day. I have some official plays of my own, and at the end of the hour, NHL Network Radio um, of Sirius XM, Jonathan Davis's ice cap, is going to break down his favorite plays, whether it's a series price, series spread, what have you. So lots to more to come with the NHL tonight. I'm really excited. Um, And like I said as well, we haven't got to talk to you guys since the draft over the weekend. And it was so much fun to be down here at Circa um, Stadium Swim Legacy Club hosting Kayvon Thibodeau, who went number five overall to the New York Football Giants this past weekend at a great time. When I got to talk to him on primetime action, he lost his voice completely. And who could blame him? Just an incredible celebration. So congratulations to him and everyone that had the opportunity to have their dream realized and hear their name called. But with that also comes some movement on the odds board, some new markets that are available that I want to dive into. Um, Let's start with who had the biggest jump in the Super Bowl market, the Philadelphia Eagles, who went from 45 to 1 up to 35 to 1 after the trade for wide receiver A.J. Brown. They drafted All-American defensive tackle Jordan Davis from Georgia. Good luck running the football, by the way, against him and Fletcher Cox. And they also scooped up arguably the steal of the draft in another standout from Georgia, N'Kobe Dean. He was we all know first round talent that somehow fell to the third round. There were rumors going around that he had a pectoral strain that could potentially need surgery, but all the reports I'm seeing now is that OTAs are starting next week and he's expected to be a full participant. Um, DraftKings also put up some odds for A.J. Brown with his new team over under 909 and a half receiving yards and just a lot of credit, I think, to Howie Roseman trying to give his quarterback a chance. Uh, I know we've seen a lot of reports about Jalen Hurts. Okay, no more excuses anymore. You've got the weapons. You've got the opportunity. Um, And and while I don't think that Jalen Hurts is necessarily a team elevator, I think it'll be really interesting as someone who is as well-liked in the locker room as he is if the team can kind of be that elevator for him and make him take that next step, um, definitely gave him the best possible scenario for success moving forward with, with the Eagles. And like I said, um, odds makers get moving right away with some of these new markets. And we've got offensive and defensive rookie of the year numbers out there as well for those awards market on DraftKings. Drake London, your plus 550 favorite to be the offensive rookie of the year. Falcons needed a guy at the position and they got it in the former USC standout. You see Kenny Pickett there as well at 6-1. Been a long time since those Steelers uh, haven't had to ask themselves who would be their starting quarterback. Big Ben's been the guy since 04, but, will he win out the job in camp over Mitchell Trubisky. That'll be an interesting competition to keep an eye on. Then you got Traylon Burks to Tennessee. Brees Hall with the Jets. Garrett Wilson, Kenneth Walker. I like Christian Watson there, the Packers. Traded up to this in the second round to get the North Dakota State big play wide receiver Sands Devontae Adams, um, but one of the best values I think on this odds board, Sky Moore, Kansas City Chiefs former Western Michigan standout, ten to one seen thirteen to one out there. Ran a 44140, was number one of all Division One wideouts in missed tackles forced with 26 last season, according to Pro Football Focus, and he's just got tremendous route running ability. And we always hear about that expanded route tree being something that really transitions well at the NFL level. No Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes tossing you the ball in um, uh, an offense that obviously passes 61% of the time. So talent, opportunity, stud quarterback, prolific offense. I feel like a lot of things are working in that guy's favor, like the value on there. But if you think that I I am making a bet in one of these markets on May 2nd. You're tripping, homie. Just food for thought to send out there to you. A defensive rookie of the year. Which Georgia player will it be? What a draft it was for that Georgia defense in the first round. Um, but it is Aiden Hutchison, plus 400, your favorite. The newest Detroit Lion. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, who we mentioned, of course, plus 450 to the New York Giants. Trayvon Walker, Quay Walker. Jermaine Johnson, uh, another great thing that the Jets added. I I don't think we can talk enough about how well the Jets did in this draft. And Granted, I mean, they have so many holes. They were bound to plug some of them, right? But um, props where props are due. Um, And there are a lot of props as well. Um, So make sure you check out some of these awards markets early because there's a lot of things on the board right now. Next year's odds to go number one overall, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, and Bryce Young. So after no quarterbacks, uh, go in the top 10 we'll see if maybe next year we're number one overall once again gets back on the quarterback track lots more to come here on my guys in the desert so don't go anywhere on the other side of this break a couple regulars who are also sports betting hall of famers Vinny Maiulo and jimmy vaquero on the other side don't go anywhere
5: yours there are no bots trolls or ai because zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only and that is fun (laughs) try out zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely download the zigazoo app today that's z-i-g-a-z-o-o
1: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other
2: see to my guys in the desert. With Stormy Bonantoni on v the sports betting network.
3: The Kentucky Derby is Saturday. Right now, v offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the run for the roses. Pre-order your copy now. Again, just $9.99 at V-CIN.com, slash Guide. v Derby guide. Welcome back here to my guys in the desert, Stormy Bond and Tony with you. Uh, very excited now to welcome in my guys at the South Point, Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Mayulo, And we are in the presence of royalty, my friends, a pair of sports betting Hall of Famers. <laughs> and a huge congratulations to you, Vinny, on your recent induction to the Sports Betting Hall of Fame. Uh, incredible, incredible feat for leaders of industry. So excited for you.
6: Well, very kind of you, uh, Stormy. That's a, that's a nice surprise uh, to start the day off. I uh, I'm proud to to, to go in uh, with uh, Chris Andrews uh, and the other uh, the other uh, nominees, uh, the other recipients in, in this particular class, and then join uh, my good friend uh, Jimmy Vaccaro, who was uh, inducted uh, this past winter, and so many other uh, so many other uh, close friends and colleagues, including uh, Roxy Roxborough. Uh, Johnny Avello, Art Manteris, Vic Salerno, on and on it goes. So a um, lot of talent to uh, Yolanda Acuna uh, as well from, uh, from her days at Mirage with Jimmy. So it's, a, it's an honor, and uh, hopefully I can, uh, uh, I'll, I'll look forward to uh, uh, continuing to serve our industry. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a privilege. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, so cool. You're I'm welcome, my so friend,
6: and well-deserved
3: absolutely i was going to ask you guys though poor chris andrews he gets inducted to the sports betting hall of fame and he is rewarded by getting locked out of his twitter what's going on here
6: somebody somebody hacked which i didn't I, I guess it can happen uh somebody hacked his account and as uh, the news uh, spread but although today it's it's picking up steam but uh, somebody uh, got into his uh, got into his account and hijacked it and uh, you know but uh, chris has got a new account and uh, in fact, we'll pull it up here if we can get it, uh, Sean, uh, on the uh, on the screen and we'll give uh, Chrissy's uh, a new handle out there, his uh, his new Twitter account. Uh, but uh, the word is getting out and uh, folks are uh, able to enjoy Chris's perspectives, uh, his insights and his humor as well.
3: Yes, absolutely. He's a tremendous follow, so we need to get him back on there. We'll get that on the screen here momentarily. But, Jimmy, let's, uh, let's talk some sports now and sports betting. Can you take us into the weekend that was some of your winners and losers, uh, especially with the NFL draft here in town and finally wrapped up?
7: Well, first of all, the NFL draft is a pain in the ass. And was, I don't see anybody, any bookmaker in the world even, even considering doing it again. Obviously, at times it gets confusing. Obviously, at times they know much more than us, uh, than we do in an upcoming pick. And uh, with Nevada Gaming saying that, you know, you must stop taking bed a day, a day prior to the selection committee. But uh, Chris even went further. We went back two days. Uh, we, we still lost to it. But uh, truthfully, just makes no sense. That's all I can tell you.
3: Sometimes, yeah, for me. I mean, like uh, the, you know
6: that. Yeah, the you know the draft. Uh, listen, uh, you got to tip your cap to to the folks uh, that made their plays, and uh, you hope for a two-way action. Anything you post, uh, typically this event uh, only gets one-way action. So uh, uh, we did uh, win a couple of them, but uh, at the end of the day, betters they did well. We tip our caps to them, pay them, and on to uh, on to the next event. By the way, Chris Andrews' new Twitter. Chris, C-H-R-I-S-Z, as in zebra, and then Andrews. Chris Z. Andrews, uh, at Chris Z. Andrews on Twitter for Chrissy's new Twitter account.
7: You know you know one thing, Stormy? Nobody ever tried to hack my Twixter site because nobody <laughs> understands it, including me. It's so impossible make, to, get, to get into it. I'd make them dizzy trying to do it. So they say, <laughs> you know, tell this old man to get the hell out of here. We, we don't know what he's talking about. And, Stormy, you're laughing...
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I was expecting you to say you were surprised that your Twitter hadn't been hacked yet because your password was password, right? Isn't that, isn't that the way that these things go sometimes?
7: <laughs> right.
3: Um, Vinny, so, let's let's keep this yeah. thing rolling, though, and talk a little bit about the NBA postseason. Um, no game Saturday, but yeah. obviously round one wrapping up on Friday, and now we're moving ahead here with the Warriors and Bucks winning yesterday. One favorite gets it done. One underdog gets it done.
6: And that's what you, that's what you really hope for, right, Stormy? In, in our world, where you can balance out—I mean, it's only two games yesterday—but uh, when you can balance out uh, favorites uh, and underdogs from our side of the counter, then things are going to go pretty well for you. The the thing about it is, there's just a tremendous amount of handle too. The NBA playoffs have not disappointed so far. We started with the play-in events. Uh, and even though the Lakers uh, did not make the postseason, the fact that teams like the Warriors—you look, look at this Grizzly—this is going to be a great series. Uh, the Celtics drew a lot of uh, popular opinion. Uh, the Suns uh, have become popular in the last couple of years. So, not that it would be better with uh, wouldn't be better with the Lakers, Jimmy. But uh, the fact that uh, the Warriors and team and and, and the Suns are in it—it uh, it still bodes well. The games are good.
7: Yeah, they're good. And uh, let me try to clear this up a little bit. Not clear it up, but like just tell people out there what it's all about to some degree. Now, yesterday we had two games, mm-hmm. two small favorites. But obviously, when you're in this racket, when you get to events like this, which goes on day to day to day, you got to beat one of the games at the high on the parlay because the parlays are obviously the main Mm -hmm. attraction anymore when you get to these type of events. Now, yesterday, it felt good for us. doesn't mean it falls good every day. You had the two games. Obviously, there were teams that people knew about. Uh, The first game at the... uh, you know, when it came down to the coin, we had to at least win one of those parlay mm-hmm. games. Well, both parlay games fell in our favor. When you get both parlay games falling in your favor, especially like a, a place like the South Point, you're going to have a decent day. So one major parlay whack early, and then you top that off with the late game where we beat the parlays also. And it looked like with the, uh, p- uh, the last few seconds, they were going to shoot the foul starts mm-hmm. again and put the game on three. That's how close out there, my friends. It comes to winning a nice figure or losing and getting your ass kicked for a nice favor that's how close these games are when it comes down to utilizing a point spread I walked out of the room uh, right after we posted the uh, posted the, le- the late late game and the guy looks at me and says how the hell do you guys know that these games are going to get this close and fall on one I said we're geniuses in of story
6: believe me if we if we knew we'd be on the other side of the counter trust me
3: I swear to you, my uh, you guys know, of course, my uncle Eugene Bonantoni, who is also an odds maker, yes. and my dad would say that to my uncle Eugene all the time. He's just like, how do you know? It's right on the number every time, like, would not end. Um, let's look at the two NBA games, though, coming up tonight. You got the 76ers taking on the Miami Heat and the Dallas Mavericks at the Phoenix Suns. Where's the money going, and who are your parlay pieces tonight that you're looking to get cut?
6: Well, of course, uh, the big move tonight and the big adjustments, Stormy, with uh, Miami right uh, now up to a 7.5-point favorite. No Joel Embiid tonight. Probably not, not going to play uh, in Game 2 either for the Sixers. Looks like Jimmy Butler is more likely to play, so Tyler Hero uh, is questionable. So it looks like right now, I mean, the key for the Sixers is obviously Embiid with him not being there. Uh, money showing for the Heat here. The total on the game up a little bit to 208.5. Uh, And then the Suns holding steady as six-point favorites against the Mavericks, the total, all the way up to 214.5. So, probably going to need that game to at least come under, Jimmy, and split these out. We're going to need the Sixers to cover tonight, it looks like, because everybody's on uh, the heat.
7: Yeah, when you get situations like this, especially, this is coming from me, some people look at it different, some bookmakers look at it different. But I would rather book these events with everybody's at full strength. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the kid in the game as opposed to out of the game. Because in this type of situation, it's like you get too many questions, you go to this, well, you know, how, how much is the guy worth or whatever? So, yeah. uh, I i'd rather have this kid playing and everybody else playing too it seems it generates more uh, uh volume because people mm-hmm. are obviously they know who's playing for who but every five minutes when you're back there is like you get the questions to us you know is he playing is he not playing uh the people who like to bet these type of things with their parlays still don't get it when you tell them the truth yep. <laughs>
3: And as a fan, too, I mean, we want to watch these games with the stars on the court. I feel bad sure. for Joel Embiid. Not only, I mean, he was already yeah. dealing with the thumb issue and now, of course, a fractured orbital bone in your face. Um, we'll see how things work out if he's able to get that mask on when the series does head back home for them. The NHL playoffs also getting underway today. I am so excited. Very depressed um, on the other side of that coin as well that the Vegas Golden Knights, unfortunately, are not a part of the playoff field. How will that impact you guys um, from the South Point booking standpoint?
7: Well, on my side of the coin here is simply uh, I, I wish they, uh, they were knocked out early. I'm talking about the Las Vegas school nights, although it looks, you know, it just looks like they would never do anything anyway. But you, you knock one of those out early. Like, that was a huge, huge now. We know that they had a long way to go to get to, the, to get to the Stanley Cup. But you know what? In my situation, and I think Chris is the same thing, get rid of those big ones out early. Then you can maneuver it much easier as opposed to trying to give things away. You know, Stormy,
6: I think, uh, you know, it'll impact us from a local's perspective initially. But I think when you you, you look at the quality of the teams, it's still, it's still the playoffs, right? And the fact that folks are, you know, they've got their teams. We have a lot of folks here that are transplants and they still have their loyalty to teams like the, the Bruins, uh, of course, and uh, the, the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, particularly here at the South Point. So uh, the Rangers have been a great story under Gerard Gallant. So I think we'll still see the volume. Uh, in, the, in the playoffs, uh, although the first round may take a little bit of a hit, but I think it'll still be uh, just fine as as we get through it. And uh, there's some great matchups in these NHL playoffs.
3: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, really excited for one of them tonight with the two-time defending champs taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs as well. Thank you, guys, as always. Congratulations again, Vinny. Thanks for the time. Thank you. That's our guys at the South Point, Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Mayolo. When we come back, the games I've got money on tonight and taken by Stormy and Julian Edlow of DraftKings, and I break down all things NBA tonight.
2: You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Tony on vSEN, the sports betting network.
3: Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert. This segment presented by Zen Nicotine Pouch is a fresh new way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and made with food grade ingredients. Simply open the child resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zin's available in 10 varieties and two strengths. You got three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six for even more enjoyment. It's simple and discreet. You can enjoy it anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zin. Visit Zinn.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and finds in nicotine pouches near used in nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and up who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Time now for Taken by Stormy. My official plays coming up this evening. We'll start in the National Hockey League. In the NBA for round one, I had success doing my favorite favorites of the round one series, doing the same here for the NHL. I like the Avs, Panthers, Flames, and Oilers, all to win their respective series. Pays out plus 185. I know it's a lot to go right. Or a shorter payout, but I really feel confident that all four of those teams get out of the opening round. Then, on tonight's card, the Oilers' money line, minus 180. It is a price that's a bit hefty against the Kings, but I don't see L.A. being a dark horse in the series at all. Edmonton's won three of the four meetings with L.A. this year. Most recently, a 5-2 win in February, and defensively, while that is the Kings' calling card, they're hard, the Oilers are harder to defend now that it's not just the McDavid and Dreisaitl show. They have a Vander Kane. They have Zach Hyman from the Leafs who's emerged. I just like the Oilers a lot here. Also tonight, Toronto-Tampa over six. Bought down the half a goal, minus 130. Not saying that you have to do that. Just gave me a little bit more comfortability. That said, this series in particular, final scores have been 8-1, 6-2, 5-3. Their last three meetings. These are two of the highest scoring offenses in the National Hockey League that also both have major flaws on their own end. Toronto's goaltending has been brutal, and Tampa allows some of the most shots on net, uh, 28th most high danger chances in the league in the last 25 games. In Major League Baseball, we're back at, to the Mets' first five well against the Braves. Not only are they 15-4-4 four four in the first five, but their run differential in the fifth inning alone Plus 34. Incredible stat they showed on the broadcast last night. Also like the D-backs, Marlins, no run first inning, minus 150. Hate the price, but do not see a run being scored with the ERAs that are on the hill in Gallon and Lopez. Add them both together, it's not even one. Small Marlins-Astros money line parlay as well. Um... Just those two, plus 185, like them both to win straight up. In the NBA tonight, I've got the Suns and the Heat on the first half money line at plus 125, more value on the first half than the money line end of game. But I like both favorites tonight to take game one straight up. Also on the Mavs, plus the points, though, in Phoenix, it just felt like too many. And from the props market, Jalen Brunson, over his points prop worked out for us last time, and the number is even lower now at 19 and a half. Gone over this number by three and a half or more in every single game of the postseason to this point. And Jimmy Butler, I think he plays, and I think he gets back to form. Over 36 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He obviously missed Game Five against the Hawks, but was tremendous every game he's played so far, averaging 30 and a half points, seven and a half rebounds, five and a half assists per game. He's cleared the line in three straight, and I think that he does it tonight again. We will roll on with the NBA postseason talk. Welcome in content specialist and betting analyst at DraftKings, host of the Unreasonable Odds podcast, Julian Edlow. Julian, it has been a crazy run um, through the first round. And, of course, yesterday getting round two started off in the NBA. What have you made of the series action so far?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, the first round, obviously, in the NBA, Things can tend to get kind of chalky in the playoffs. Maybe not game by game, but in terms of who wins the series. And, uh, you know, it would have been cool to see one game seven. There were were three potentially ones lined up for Saturday, and we got none of them. Saturday was a day off in the NBA. So I think what it tells us so far is that, you know, the level of competition in the first round, we saw the good teams win pretty easily. And I think now we're going to see some series kind of stretch out in this second round with a lot more competition.
3: Yeah, May Madness in the NBA is a little bit different than March Madness in college basketball with all the upsets that we saw early in the NCAA tournament. Looking ahead to tonight, um, the biggest storyline of the day, obviously, is that Joel Embiid is unavailable with that fractured orbital bone in his face. Did not make the trip with the 76ers out to Miami. I know the Heat are dealing with some injuries of their own, but obviously Embiid is the most impactful, hence why we've seen the line tick up the way that it has. Are you with the masses and the people that have shift this, shifted this line as well, that the Heat, it's done, it's theirs to win game one and and likely game two as well without Embiid?
0: Yeah, the Heat should really be up. Um, the Heat should really be up two to nothing uh, when this series shifts back to Philly. And I know it's uh, square, chalky, but we just said, you know, mm-hmm. chalk tends to generally come through in the NBA playoffs, um, you know, in recent memories. So... You look at how you can potentially what you can do here. You know it opened up the the series line Heat minus one sixty five. Hopefully you got in early if you liked the Heat. I'm kicking myself a little bit because I didn't and I liked the Heat in this series even if Embiid was going to play. I sat there staring at the price and then boom, Joel Embiid is hurt and uh, the series price essentially doubles. So if you're going to play it now, I think the only way to look at it is series spreads mm-hmm. and I think these two games in Miami, if you're building two leg money line parlays game one tonight and likely going back to game two those seem like very safe legs yeah
3: the heat like you mentioned minus 350 on the series price now but if you do do the one and a half spread with Miami minus 140 that original number for what they would have been in the in the series in general Um, but yeah it will affect the way they play in in a big way we'll see if James Harden does step up to the occasion like I'm sure that that coaching staff would like also tonight Mavs Suns Phoenix, a five and a half point favorite, over under two fifteen. Um, Phoenix took all three games of the regular season with Dallas, all of which would cover this number. But Luka Doncic only played in one of those. What's your perspective in this series?
0: Yeah, I'm probably gonna sit back and and wait on this one. Um, I, I really didn't do much on the Suns first round series. I played the Pelicans on the money line in one of the games that they that they did win. Um, and then in the in the Dallas game, i was I was really just I bet on Dallas a lot, but I was more fading Utah because i'm I'm just not a believer in in the jazz, and that worked out. I, I don't have much of a take in this series. I think that the Mavericks are live to to you know push this a little bit. So maybe looking at something like over five and a half games, get this mm-hmm. to a game six. Can the Mavericks win two of these games? I think they probably can. But I would rather just save it for game by game. I think Dallas. I think taking plus points with Dallas, not necessarily the money line, but taking the points in some of these games is going to work. But I don't necessarily think that game one is the spot. So game one would probably be like you said, Stormy, you looked at that regular season matchup game one. I would I would be sons or nothing. But I also know that there's going to be some really good spots for the Mavericks in this series.
3: I took the Mavericks post the points tonight, but it wasn't a play. I agree with you a lot um, from the concept side of that. I I didn't feel particularly confident with it. There's a lot of plays that I've made throughout this NBA postseason that I really, really liked. That wasn't one of them today. It just... Felt a little bit big, but I don't blame you at all. Using these first game ones to kind of get a feeling out process for the type of series that we're going to get here. Um, and that's what we saw last night, right, with the Warriors-Grizzlies, the Bucs series. Uh, uh, what did you make about the Warriors' win last night? Um, how, how much did the – it was cool to me to see the Warriors overcome losing some pieces and not having Draymond Green there at the end for them to ultimately close out that win the way they did.
0: Yeah, the Grizzlies are in big trouble. Um, if you're saying that they get a home game and Draymond Green is going to get ejected, and Clay Thompson's going to start missing free throws, <laughs> and nobody's going to really even play that well for the Warriors, and the Warriors one by one, like I, I, it's too bad because you you know you want to see a good series, but I, I mean this it, this is a huge game too. Anytime you lose a game one at home, obviously it's a huge game two for you. Same for Celtics, Bucks, but like if the Grizzlies don't win game two the warriors are going to be massive favorites in two home games and we're going to be talking about a sweep again ultimately it didn't get there with the nuggets the nuggets did you know get one game at home but this is you know home court's the other way here the warriors mm-hmm. would have the two home games to go for the sweep so memphis I, I don't know if i can play game 2 but at the same time because i think this is a must win for memphis and then i'll come back and play some warriors in games 3 and 4 but at the same time like i i can't get over what we let off with which is if If the Grizzlies can't win that game one with the way that it laid out, how are they going to win a game in the series? So i I might wind up just coming around and playing Warriors Money Line again. I played it in game one. I might play it in game two because just everything went against the Warriors and they won.
3: Yeah, I did Warriors Money Line as well. And just because you mentioned the Clay Thompson free throws, I was screaming at my television like this is not how we go down, but
4: fortunately. Great.
0: Crazy for people that laid the points. Hopefully oh. you went money line. It was still floating around like 120, 125 before it got up there. And um, the Warriors actually opened underdogs in this game. And it took about two minutes. I was watching it open on the board on DraftKings Sportsbook. It took about two minutes for them to go from underdogs to favorites.
3: Such a bad beat. Um, real quickly, just about 30 seconds left with you, though. Were you surprised to see the Bucks getting four and a half again in game two?
0: No, because you kind of got to stick with your numbers. And I agreed with the numbers. But I was in attendance at game one. I was on the Celtics. They missed every shot. They played very good defense, but they missed every shot. I think that the Celtics have to bounce back in game two, um, be more aggressive, go to the rim.
3: Yeah, we'll see if they can get it done. Definitely look sluggish there to start the series. Thank you so much, Julian. Appreciate the time. Good luck with your bets tonight. Uh, Go Miami, right?
0: Go no Heat.
3: Thank you, Stormy. Anytime. <laughs> That's Julian Edlow, host of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Make sure you check out all of the great work that they do over at DraftKings and DK Nation. Does a lot of write-ups, especially targeting in on the NBA playoffs right now. When we come back, time to drop the puck and make some bucks. We will bring in Jonathan Davis of NHL Network, SiriusXM XM Radio's Ice Cap. Take a look at tonight's game and his favorite series prices.
1: Mark your calendars and be the first to see it, March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on Sin, the sports betting network.
3: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Same thing with any program here on Beeson. Easy to download anytime, anyplace on your own schedule, including my guys in the desert if you miss an episode. Time now for like, love, hate. Looking at the Stanley Cup odds. So it's like kiss, marry, kill, but make it sports. Analyzing the odds, which teams that I would be willing to put my money on, and number that I already have. So, starting with the love. The Colorado Avalanche, uh, we already know just about every sports book that you look at. The highest ticket handle is going to be on them. DraftKings specifically, 26.3% of bets backing the ABS. They opened plus 600, now plus 330. And I still think there's value out there on Colorado. For the first time in a long time, I think this money is rightfully placed. The Avs are the best team in the NHL right now. I also like the Calgary Flames. This is a team that was once 40-1 to now plus 700, gotten hot in the back half of the season. Easy first round matchup to build the confidence with Dallas. And they have the potential truly to be anyone. Hurricanes at twelve to one. I do think there's a lot of value here as well. No timeline on Frederick Anderson and Net making his return, but fortunate Auntie Ranta has played as well as he has. Solid up and down the lineup, offensively, defensively. Penalty kill. They check all the boxes. Twelve to one for the Stanley Cup odds. Six to one in the Eastern Conference. What's not to like? And I have a ticket on the New York Rangers at thirty to one. They're currently sixteen to one, and I love this bet with New York. Gerard Gallant has this team ready and with a guy like Igor Shesterkin in net you have a chance any night a goaltender can steal a game a goaltender can steal a series we've seen it with Carey Price we've seen it numerous times in the past I love Igor Shesterkin. in the light category a couple teams like the Panthers and Leafs I put there instead of love Florida since 1986 in the Stanley Cup playoffs there's only been eight teams that have won the President's Trophy gone on to win the Stanley Cup It's considered a curse in a lot of circles. And the Florida Panthers are your president's trophy winners this year. So that deterred me a little bit. But I do like them a lot this year. And the Maple Leafs at 9-1 haven't got out of the first round since 2004. They are a favorite that nobody is given any love to here because they're playing the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs in the Tampa Bay Lightning to start this thing off. But I really like the Leafs. I like the Wild. I like the Oilers. A whole lot more teams that I hate. Um, But we will see if our guest is on board. Is on the same page with me or where his opinion and money does lie. Let's welcome in Jonathan Davis, host of the Ice Cap on Sirius NHL Radio at West Coast Hockey, HKY on Twitter. Make sure you check him out at 10 p.m. tonight after these opening round games begin. Jonathan, all right, we're just going to come in hot right off the top. What's your favorite series, the one that you were most excited to have a bet on here?
4: Wow. I mean, the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild favorite series. That's going to be an absolute war. There are going to be unspeakable things that happen on the ice in this one. I love the St. Louis Blues. The money's coming in on the Blues. I I got them at plus uh, 140 when the line opened up over the weekend, and now it's come down. This one's going to be a lot of fun, and I think we're going to see a lot continue. To see a lot of goals in this series.
3: Yeah, those two teams do not like each other, and I can understand why you like the Blues here. They're nine and two against Minnesota the last two years, three and zero this year. But Minnesota, I- I'm surprised as a favorite at minus one fifty. They haven't gotten a-, a whole lot of love, not a whole lot of belief necessarily in the series or this game one. Are you su- are you as surprised at that as I am?
4: I think I'm more surprised that the betting line was as high as it was, Stormy. I, I thought it would hmm. have been you know, closer to the Rangers and Penguins series. I, I, I'm So I'm not surprised to see that, that the money has come in on St. Louis. I think there's there's great value on the St. Louis Blues. There's 920 goal scorers on this team. They've got an excellent goaltender in Husso. You know, both Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury have struggled against the St. Louis Blues this year. So for me, yeah, I'm not surprised to see all the money coming in on St. Louis or, or the majority of the money.
3: I'm sure you're feeling good. I know you've got cup futures on either team that makes it out of here. So you'll be staying alive one way or the other here. Um, but Blues in six, I know, is a bet you play specifically. Why did you like six games for them to take this one?
4: Because I don't think either team is good enough to win win the game, win a series in five. And I think if you're St. Louis, you know, you never wanted to get to a game seven, win it on home ice. Uh, there was good value at plus 500 uh, on St. Louis at, at, to win it in six. So again, I thought it was a value play. I never liked a series going to seven, especially when you're taking the underdog. So I, I, that's where I felt, hey, look, if I'm going to play the series, that's the way to go.
3: Another dog I know you like is the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know if any team has more (laughs) pressure every year that they come into the postseason just to get out of the first round, and they haven't been able to do it since 2004, these poor Toronto Maple Leafs. But now led by Austin Matthews, having an incredible career season, this team playing the best that I can remember them playing. But I know that Tampa is a very trendy underdog here given their postseason experience. Why do you like the Lightning?
4: Well, I mean for all the reasons you just mentioned, they're playing great hockey right now. You know, after they lost one nothing to Dallas uh about a, about 3 weeks ago, they've really gone on a tear including, you know, beating the Toronto Maple Leafs 8 to 1. You know, I got, again, I got Tampa at plus a dollar 5. I'm getting the two-time defending Cup champions at plus money and you know, I'm seeing, you know, I was looking at the DraftKings um site today and I think it's now they're minus 105 uh, on DraftKings for the series. So I got good value there, and why not? Uh, I, you know, again, I got Tampa in six to plus four fifty. I've also got Steven Stamkos, the Toronto native, coming back to his hometown for a Stanley Cup playoff series, and I've got him at plus six fifty to score the most goals in the series.
3: Oh, I love that one. You said step aside, Austin Matthews. This is Stammer's <laughs> series. Um, that's great. I have the over in this game as well. Um, I bet it down to yeah. six, although based on the last three meetings, I'm not so sure that I might have needed to do that. But I feel like the offensive explosiveness of both of these teams should be on display throughout the series.
4: I agree with you. And I actually even, I think I even went down to five and a half. and ate a lot of juice, but uh, yeah, I, look, there's no reason why you. Know, I think they only had one of the four games. Uh, with you know, I think one of those four games hit three goals, but everything else was around eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. the over to me is the is the way to go in, in this game.
3: How do you feel about the Bruins taking on the Carolina Hurricanes? Um, Carolina has outscored the bees 16 to one in the series this year, but come postseason, obviously those are not the results that we are expecting here. How tightly contested will this one be?
4: I think it's going to be very tightly contested. And look, everything changes with being, Ranta being you know, the starter in this series. Um, so I'm like for me, I don't have a lot of I don't see the value necessarily in playing either team. It's, it's a real coin flip. I actually bet this series to go six games. I got it at two to one. I think that there's good value there. It's kind of like playing an overstorm. You don't have to cheer for a team. You're just kind of cheering for a number to hit. And that's the way I decided to go in this series.
3: It's all about strategy, my friend. Um, The Kings and Oilers game tonight to round out the action for day one of round one. I didn't like the price with Edmonton, but I paid it because I just, I simply don't trust um, a team like LA to be able to compete with Edmonton this series. I know that they, Edmonton's done us dirty in the past in the opening round, but I don't think this is the year.
4: I think that's fair. Um, and, and You know, Here's the problem with LA Stormy, is that they don't beat themselves. They don't mm-hmm. care if the score, if they're down two one or they're up three two, they're gonna play the same way. They're kind. Of, it's kind of like the tennis player that's kind of waiting for you to make that unforced error and then they'll pound. I, look, Edmonton's the better team. They've got the two best players on the ice, no question. I also look. The one thing I also like in the series, I bet this series to go six games. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Edmonton will win it. I also have a Vander Kane at plus 750 to score the most goals. I also took Connor McDavid at plus 275.
3: Love the plus money value on McDavid whenever you can get it. Uh, I talked about the over in the Tampa and Toronto series, but there's another series that has been top of mind for you that you are mm. targeting overs. Take us through it.
4: Well, it's Florida It's Florida and Washington. Those two teams, have uh, they played overs in both their games this year. I think at least it was either eight or nine goals uh, in each of the two games. You know, they've hit eight straight overs between the two, nine of 10. The Capitals, by the way, 16 of 20 on the road have gone over. Uh, this is over all day long for me uh, in, in this series. I think that's where the best value is. I'm also looking at a guy like Sam um, at Sam Reinhardt at plus 900 to uh, lead uh, the series in goals.
3: I love all of the value that you are finding with those goal-leading props. Very nice. One last quick thing before we let you go: What the Rangers lack in postseason experience, I think they make up in goaltending. How do they fare against the Pittsburgh Penguins?
4: Oh, uh, look, I, I I love the New York Rangers. You know, you've got the best goalie, a goalie that can win you four rounds. For me, hey, the Rangers are the way to go. Um, you know, Casey to Smith is going to go in this series for Pittsburgh at least for the first two games. Uh, I I just don't like the Penguins' chances. Um, And then the other big thing, I don't know if you just saw it, but uh, John Hines said you see Soros out for the entire first round Mm -hmm. for the Nashville Predators.
3: Really, really tough break for Nashville to start this thing out. We got to go, Jonathan, but how heavy is that cup behind you?
4: It's heavy, Stormy, but not as heavy as the dollars that you've been making playing the NBA.
3: Hey, we're trying. We're trying. Appreciate the time. As always, Jonathan, you are the man. And thank you for the White Sox first five bet this morning. Make sure you check out Jonathan, not only for NHL, he's got all the plays going on in Major League Baseball as well. That is a wrap on my guys in the desert today. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are coming up next, but enjoy round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs coming up tonight.